Episode 36, Tax Reduction Ideas, Omicron, and the Market Ahead. Welcome to Retirement Tactical Money Management. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a Master's in Business Administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Episode 36, Tax Reduction Ideas, Omicron and the Market Ahead. The purpose of this podcast is to let you know what we're doing here at Cantu Tactical Wealth Management to reduce some of the tax burden for our clients and customers. These are things we do every year. It gives you ideas how to reduce your taxes for this current year. In addition to that, I wanted to talk a little bit about Omicron, how it spooked the market, and the market ahead, what we expect here based on our analysis of this new strain of COVID-19. Let's get started. Just some quick ideas and things that we pursue here at Cantu Tactical for tax reduction is tax harvesting. Tax loss harvesting is what I should say. So you can go into your investment portfolio and take a look at all the losses you may have because the market has been pulling back here lately simply because it is spooked by the new strain of COVID-19 called Omicron. So if you take all your tax losses... Absolutely, it will reduce your tax burden against gains. I like to say use them or lose them. Now, for those of you who have a particular position, now, we don't normally give tax or legal advice, that is, on an individual basis. These are just ideas for your portfolio. But the standard rule is if you sell a position and you don't buy it back for over 30 days, then, and it's at a loss, loss state, you get to claim that loss. 30 days later, you can buy that position back. But what we do here at Cantu Tactical, which makes more sense, is we replace the position with a different stock or index fund. So, for example, if you owned a Schlumberger, which is a French oil service company, you could turn around and perhaps buy Baker Hughes and still keep your position in the oil service industry if that's what you want. If your Schlumberger position in your portfolio is at a loss, then you can capture that loss and it will offset some gains thus lowering your taxes overall simply by capturing those losses. 
So it makes sense to capture every loss you can in your portfolio. It directly reduces your taxes for 2021. And that capturing of the loss has a term, and it's called tax loss harvesting. So that's what we do here at Cantu Tactical Wealth Management is we do tax loss harvesting for our positions and our clients to lower their taxes, and it directly affects the bottom line. Next thing, for those of you who do gifting, obviously the year end and the holiday season is the season of gifting. There's more strategic ways to gift that can lower your taxes. So typically, for, for example, if you live in the Bible Belt and you go to church, you normally write a check out of your account and you gift to the church. Now, when you do that, you're actually gifting after-tax dollars. There's a smarter way to gift to the church that can lower your taxes overall. For example, uh, let's say lower your taxes for the long run. For example, if you have an IRA, and most people have an IRA, if you have an IRA, you can turn around and you can gift directly to the church from your IRA. You can pass that gift of taxation that's hooked to the IRA to a charity and then you do not assume the taxation and the charity gets the taxable gift it's taxable to them but they're a 501c3 charity they're tax exempt so nobody pays the taxes that's strategy number two Strategy number three for gifting is that you can simply gift appreciated stock. Many churches have someone associated with the church who can take in that stock of appreciated stock. Normally, they will assume your basis. They will pay the tax. But again, they're 501c3. They're charity they're tax-exempt, so nobody pays the taxes, and you don't pay the taxes. So that's a strategy to reduce your taxes rather than giving after-tax dollars. And had you sold that stock or had you taken money out of the IRA, both of those events would cause taxes for you. However, if you gift the IRA direct to the charity, you're foregoing, you're completely going around the taxation of that. And if you gift appreciated stock, the same thing. You're not assuming the taxation of selling the stock and then gifting to the church. So those are two strategies that can help you in reducing your taxes for the long run. And, it, and if you were selling them this year or taking money out of your IRA for gifting, it actually reduces taxes 
for your short run. The last thing I want to do in terms of taxation and taxation ideas is remind everyone to take your RMD out. So if some of you out there are over 70 and a half, if you remember last year, we got to stay on not having to take out the RMD for 2020. Well, that is now passed, and you must take your required minimum distribution out of your IRA this year to pay the tax. So again, just reminder, last year we got a stay. This year there's no stay. Make sure you do your RMD. Also, remember to submit it early. Many of the brokerage firms have requirements that it has to be done before, say, December 5th or 7th or 10th or the 3rd. Everyone has different dates. But make sure you do it early and get those submissions for RMD. Oh, I just had a thought. One more thing, um, Roth conversions. Uh, let's talk about that just for a moment. So in this case, this is a high net worth podcast with high net worth individuals. So for many individuals, they want to convert their Roth. Now, what's the advantage for converting a Roth? Well, the basic advantage is after seven years when you take the money out, it's completely tax-free completely tax-free. So it makes sense to do a Roth conversion. However, if you're actually using the money and you're not in a high net worth position, then it doesn't make sense to do the Roth because when you do do a, when you execute a Roth conversion, you will have taxation uh, for the Roth, uh, actually for the IRA themselves. Now, you can level it over two years by doing the Roth conversion. But if it, the other idea might be to do a partial conversion. You don't have to convert everything, but you can do a partial conversion over the different years uh, as long as we still have these Roths. I know that Congress would like to do away with the Roths because in the end, when you take the money out, there's no taxes paid. So Congress and our federal government doesn't like that. Because they don't get any money. They don't get any money from taxation on the IRAs. See, on a regular IRA, when you pull it out, it's taxed at that time. So they always get taxable money, 35%. You know, anywhere from 25 to 35% taxation on the IRA, depending upon what tax bracket you're in. So Congress and the federal government don't like Ross. Over time, I believe that Ross will will be will fade away. They may grandfather them, is what I hope, but I think they will fade away. So an idea is if you don't need that Roth money, if you're in a position where the IRA is just more of a burden to you in taking out the in, the uh, income from the Roth and creating taxation, then maybe it makes sense to convert the IRA to a Roth and then once that's money's in there after seven years when you take it out it's completely tax-free what's amazing about that is that the if you invested in say equities which have a risk you can lose money on that but the stock appreciation everything is completely tax-free the growth everything it's it's a very very amazing thing 
for a Roth conversion. But again, it doesn't make sense for everyone. One thing to remember, a dollar today has more buying power than a dollar in the future. So as a result, you don't want to have a burden of maybe, you know, having heavy taxation. Another idea behind this is perhaps you can wait four years. Maybe there's a new president or a new uh, regime in Congress which lowers taxation on an income level. And if they lower taxation on an income level, maybe the next president or the next regime in Congress, taxes will be lower. This year, under the Biden presidency, taxes are very, very high. So that's another strategy and another idea, maybe to wait to convert your Roth, if you can wait, till you get into a uh, time or a regime here in the United States when taxes are lower. Because right now they are very high for a Roth conversion. So that's just a, a side note on that. Last thing is I'd like to talk about is Omicron, this new strain, and the market. Now, we have been having a major sell-off in the market because many people are spooked by this Omicron. Now, let me give you my take, Joe Cantu's take, on why the market is being spooked or... Let me say it a different way. Why investors are selling off so quickly for the Samicon strain versus the market itself. Even though the economy's doing well and business is doing well, why are they selling off so quickly? Well, let's go back in time. Let's take a step back and let's go back in time and let's go back in time to January, February, and March of 2020. Now, in that situation, what was happening was as businesses were shutting down and we had COVID-19, the earnings, restaurants were shutting down, airplanes, flights were shutting down. Notice they're already shutting down the borders right now for uh, Africa, for example. There are requiring tests. So my impression is the investors who missed taking their money out of the market at that time, because had you done that, you would have done very well. I mean, the market fell 37% in March. Can you imagine? The market fell 37%. The S&P measured by the S&P 500. Many investors lost about 40% anywhere from 35 to 40% uh, last March, just that month alone. So my impression is they're selling sooner, thinking they don't want to be caught in the same situation. The problem is it's completely different than it is today. Back then, we scientists, we in the world, knew very little about the COVID-19 virus how to treat it. We had no vaccines. This is very different today. Right now we have 58 million people, over 58 million that are already vaccinated here in the United States. We know so much more about the COVID-19 virus. Even the 
owners or scientists, rather, I should say, of companies like Pfizer, uh, Madera, and J&J, Johnson & Johnson, have said that they can adapt their vaccine very quickly to combat the COVID, uh, Omicron, the COVID-19 virus. We are the, the other point about that is back then, many of the hospitals didn't have masks. They didn't have ventilators. They didn't have anything to treat this. So many, many people were dying. So what was the reaction for the federal government? The federal government had to react, and the president, he had to actually tell people to stay home. And by doing that, the market fell. So my belief is investors today who are selling down are reacting in that way. I do not believe the federal government is going to shut down again because of Omicron. Why? Because we have 58 million people vaccinated. Also, the hospitals have masks. They have ventilators. We know how to treat it. There's boosters. So we're in completely a different environment. My belief that business will continue, the market will not sell off dramatically. It is selling off now. However, I do believe it's going to recover very quickly. I mean, the market reacts on perception. Everything affects the market. But the biggest thing is let's understand perception. What if, now this is what Joe Cantu is saying, what if somebody came out, for example, Madera, Pfizer, or J&J, and said they have now created a vaccine for the new Omicron virus? What do you think the market's going to do? My guess is it's going to go up. It could be up 1,000 points, 1,500. Because it's the perception that there's a cure out there for the new Omicron virus. Now, if you want to know about Omicron, listen to my last podcast, episode 35. What's crazy about episode 35 is I laid it out to you about this Omicron virus, and I I said to you that, you know, it spooked the market on Black Friday down 900 points. But I put that podcast out because I knew that it would also continue to spook the market and cause a bumpy ride for the market. But now in this podcast here, I'd like to tell all my customers and clients out there who are listening to this podcast is that my belief here at Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, our expectations from our analysis is that the market will rebound very quickly. Again, all you need is the perception of a cure of Omicron or vaccination, and this market will take off. It will take off. It will not subside. It will not back off. That is my opinion. Is it a I guess I kind of like to call it analysis. It's my analysis of what the market to do. I think this sell-off is very temporary. If you actually look at the economic indicators and you look at business, business is doing very, very well right now. Earnings are rolling out. Everything, uh, we're actually recovering from, still recovering from COVID-19 because of vaccinations and and other solutions 
to the COVID-19 virus. My belief is in this world, we will continue to have to work side by side with the COVID-19 virus for a long time, maybe forever, who knows. The point is, I do not think that the market is going to go into a major correction. There's a little bit of a sell-off right now, but in the long run, the market should rebound. That is my belief, and from my analysis of what we see here, here at Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, looking at all the economic indicators, looking at the earnings, the actual earnings, the actual report card of corporations and businesses out there. So even though you may see a particular stock that's pulling back, if you actually look at the earnings numbers, they're doing very well. So what does that tell you for the long run? For the long run, that stock will rebound. The stock will rebound and it will move back up. So for those, uh, again, customers and clients listening to this podcast, take heart. You know, sometimes knowledge removes fear. I like to say the good news is there's a lot of information out there. The bad news is there's a lot of information out there. (laughs) But in this case, the lot of information out there tells us that the market will snap back and rebound from this minor sell-off. Remember, we still have the Santa Claus rally coming up. And if you don't know what the Santa Claus rally is, listen to my last podcast, episode 35. I explain at the very end of that episode what the Santa Claus rally is and why it occurs. Does it occur every year? Typically, but some years it occurs stronger than other years. There's a stronger rally than other years. And if you listen to the podcast, you'll understand why. Anyway, this concludes my podcast of episode 36. We have some disclosures at the end. Please take a listen. Thanks. Have a good day. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a master's in business administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Over 10 years ago, he created Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, which actively balances and selects investments based on a tactical approach rather than the traditional strategic management method. Instead of the buy and hold philosophy, he believes in the pursuit of finding investments showing momentum, performance regardless of the direction of the market. His experience includes IRA accounts, 401k rollovers, trusts, endowments, defined benefit plans, 403bs, and 401k plans. Additionally, he served as a night college instructor for seniors, teaching high net worth retirement and estate planning for 14 years. Podcast views and personal opinions are for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute a recommendation. Investing has risk of loss and you should consult with your own advisors for any financial decisions. Cantu Tactical Wealth Management and Joe Cantu are a fiduciary firm and registered investment advisor in the states of California, Florida, Georgia, and Texas providing pure independent advice and money management.